afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Justin Nielsen here with a look at the action in today's session, where we saw an impressive shakeoff of weakness on the heels of news of war in the Middle East, Justin. Yeah, so I mean, you know, first we shook off the jobs report that started things a little bit negative on Friday. And then, you know, of course, Hamas attacked Israel over the weekend. And, you know, that was something that was definitely affecting futures uh, as soon as they opened on Sunday. But we had a really rough start to the day, and here we are ending the day positive. So we'll definitely get into that, as well as a few stocks that were moving. Uh, some of this as a result, uh, we'll look at a defense stock, including AeroVironment, uh, also an oil-related stock, Weatherford, and uh, finally, in the data center space, uh, Vertiv. All right. Uh, a nice assortment there. We'll take a look at those. <laughs> a little bit of everything. Stocks. Yeah. Uh, but first, let's take a look at the major indexes. The Nasdaq today reversing higher by four tenths of a percent. The Dow up six tenths of a percent today. Same for the S&P 500 and the Russell 2000, finishing with a gain of a half a percent. So a nice upside reversal and a follow up to the follow through on Friday, maybe, you know, it wasn't another 1% update, but if you're talking about the swing intraday, Justin, <laughs> and the fact that we were able to shake off this news, that does seem impressive. Yeah, it, it really does. And it is a step in the right direction. You know, of course, I think we're all at a point where we want to see a little bit more proof in this pudding, but it's, it's a step in the right direction. And Again, I think it does show a little bit of resilience that it was able to shake this off. Uh, you know, some some pretty bad news that was coming and potentially hitting the market. Now, of course, one of the things that because this is Columbus Day slash Indigenous Peoples Day, uh, we did have the bond market close. Banks are closed, so there wasn't really a you know I I even left off the ten-year Treasury yield today because look, you know, with bonds closed, there's not much to look at here. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's been something that's been weighing a lot on the market. Uh, that wasn't something that was uh, an effect today. But, you know, if you looked at, you know, some of the ETFs, you could see movement there kind of, you know, in expectations of what might happen. Um, right. Still, I think overall, the takeaway here is that the, the NASDAQ was able to follow up on some gains. The S&P 500 was able to make some progress, um, you know, get, you know, to its 21 day moving average line. I can't, I don't know quite if it, you know, <laughs> ticked above that 21 day moving average line, but it looks awfully close um so you know things are things are going in the right direction because one of the main things we need is traction right. uh, in the stocks that we choose and i think that you did see in a number of spaces that were strong on friday a little bit of follow-up action i'm sure you know a lot of people were looking at the cybersecurity space and that was an area that continued to move higher um a few of the big mega caps those were those were following up nicely as well as some of these that were affected by the the, the attacks here including the defense and oil stocks yeah so we'll be taking a look at some of those so you're exactly right that other key ingredient justin in addition to a follow-up uh, on the index level is, are there stocks to buy and are they following through? And it seems like, you know, even though we've seen really weak market breadth, does it seem like there are uh, things uh, in the cupboards, so to speak, to buy? Yeah. And, and that was one of the things on Friday. There there was stuff, you know, especially in that cybersecurity space, um, a lot of reversals in the energy space actually happened started on friday so uh the the additional strength today just kind of gave you some more breaks of downtrends um you know so there there, there, there was some stuff out there and you know in defense 
look, defense has been really clobbered. If, if we just look at ITA real quick, uh, mm -hmm. I'm going out of order here a little bit, but the defense ETF, you know, this has been in a major downtrend. Um, you know, Boeing and Lockheed Martin and all of those, you know, really putting a lot of pressure on this one. But you had a whole host of other stocks that, you know, are above their 50-day moving average lines. And I think that's what we're really focused on, you know, here at Investors right. Business Daily, because we're always looking at where is the strength? Yes. And that's that's where uh, you don't have to regulate yourself to an ETF that is really downtrodden if there's mm -hmm. a whole host of stocks in there that are showing a lot of strength. Well said, Justin. And just to tie a bow on the index section of our programming, here's a look at the Dow. It's still below its 200-day line, but also reversing higher today, zero RUS, this is the Russell 2000. It's really been beaten down, trying to put together uh, a string of some gains here too. And Justin, uh, I know something else that you're looking for is if we can see follow through days on these other indexes. So mm -hmm. tell me more about that. Yeah, they don't have to happen on the same day, but usually the most powerful rallies have multiple indexes having follow through days, sometimes on the same day, but within days of each other. Uh, and on the IBD live show this morning, we kind of talked about just looking at the COVID rally that happened in April of right. 2020. Um, you had the S&P 500, the first one that had its rally uh, attempt with the follow through day on April 2nd, and the NASDAQ was right behind it on April 6th. And of course, mm -hmm. one of the big things in that uh, surprisingly to a lot of us was that there were a lot of stocks that were setting up Nvidia, um, Adobe, uh, Microsoft. I mean, the list goes on. They were forming these nice patterns uh, at that time. So there was plenty to buy from. And that's, that's the ideal situation. Mm -hmm. I'm going to reset to today. Okay. Let's go through a couple of other ETFs before we get to those individual stocks. I mean, just uh, underscoring the strength and energy today, there was a whole host of energy related names on the move here today. XLE rebounding off of the 200 day line up 3.4% in volume. But it wasn't just that, Justin, it was other, uh, you know, pockets within because we know XLE heavily weighted to Chevron and Exxon, but it was a pretty broad based rally in the sector today. You knew exactly where I was going, Allie, because yeah, XLE, you know, you always have to be a little suspicious there because of that heavy weight of Exxon and uh, Chevron. But again, you saw that in some of the broader based XOP, OIH, you know, that's the uh, explorers and producers, as well as the field services. So any way you sliced it, there was, you know, strength in, in that in that sector. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, looking at the underlying commodity, because we know that's the big reason uh, <laughs> for these stocks moving up and down is what is the price of oil doing? And we know after a really strong multi-month move that had come off uh, pretty dramatically uh, over the last week or so. So seeing a strong rebound there today. Yeah. And just so folks know, especially if you're a Marketsmith subscriber, one of the things that we really like to show uh, folks on a day like today where you're looking for where the strength is, is you can always go down to our report section. And under the report section, we have this daily percentage change for the industry group. So you can see what is kind of leading or lagging on any given day. And if you do a sort of the price percent change, which Ali's already done, you can see oil and gas there at the top. 
not just the explorers and producers, but the drillers a little bit further down the field services, you know, uh, the US explorers and producers, integrated machinery equipment, Royal Trust. I mean, it just goes on and on transport pipeline. Uh, that's where a lot of strength was today. Um, so no surprise that of the 11 sector spider ETFs, XLE was, you know, the, the, the top dog. Mm -hmm. So then with that knowledge, it seems like, okay, that's what's moving. Then uh, the next step for active traders looking to pick winners in the group is to drill down and see, okay, which stocks are maybe rebounding or clearing downtrends in up within the context of an uptrend showing that strength, right, Justin, not just bouncing today after getting clobbered. Exactly. And, and that's where... Um, you know, sometimes you can you can kind of get yourself to the strongest stocks within those sectors. And that's kind of the sweet spot that we look for. Uh, because remember, the ETFs are going to be dragged down, as we showed with the defense uh, ETF, they're going to be dragged down by some of those, um, you know, laggards. And why not, you know, shed the laggards and stick with the leaders, yeah. uh, if at all possible? Okay. Yeah. So we will be taking a look at an oil and gas name here soon. But uh, last but not least in our sector ETF section, we want to take a look at XLC with a notable gain today up 1.1%. Yeah. So um, again, a lot of the strength has started here with the NASDAQ, even though the S&P 500 was stronger today. Again, a lot of that having to do with the oil and gas. Um, you know, helping that out. But, you know, XLC is now above its 50 day moving average line. And when you think about it, it makes sense because it's important to kind of know what's what the underlying is of these ETFs. You already mentioned the heavyweight that XLE has in Exxon Mobil and Chevron. Well, for XLC, the heavyweights are Meta Platforms and Alphabet. Those two together are the, the, the Exxon Mobil and Chevron of XLC, uh, they basically take yeah. up about 50% of that ETF. So when you're looking at the, the Magnificent Seven right now, Alphabet and Meta really kind of distinguish themselves as the leaders. Both of those are above their 50-day moving average lines. And so it's no surprise that XLC is kind of one of the first ones out of the gate above back above its 50-day moving average line, even ahead of the NASDAQ composite itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it's always good to check these sector ETFs and kind of see what's going on and then drill down from there and do further research. Now let's take a look at AVAV. This is in the aerospace defense group. And of course, this uh, area of the market definitely in focus today, given those headlines that broke over the weekend, Justin. Yeah, so you can see a lot of volume in this reversal today. Um, you know, it had that nice spike, uh, a, a big gap up, and you you filled in a good portion of that gap from the earnings. Um, but you know, it looks like the the volume was relatively tame compared to that big heavy volume on the earnings. Um, you actually did have some pretty heavy volume on the upside during that, and now you've got this reversal uh, right there. I mean, if you go to the weekly chart, you can kind of see it was really kind of right there at the 10-week moving average line. Um, and there was a resistance at first to going down. You see that tight area that it formed immediately after uh, after the gap up. It really kind of held in tight, really trying to hold on to those gains. And it only really gave up half the gains of the, of the gap up. And so now we're kind of at this level where it's gotten support. And, you know, the line that you drew 
is perfect because you can see that multiple times at this level, it's kind of you know hit its head there. And a lot of times former areas of resistance become areas of support. And that's exactly what happened. So you had a support level kind of um, you know merge together at that 10 week moving average line and that long-term area of, of resistance. Mm -hmm. Good stuff there, Justin. Next on our list, let's take a look at VRT Vertiv. This was today's stock of the day, reversing higher. So closing with a gain. A lot of stocks that we saw today were weak early, then managed to shake that off along with the broad market. Now on Friday, the stock did look like it cleared an early entry within this space, Justin. And if we go to the weekly chart, we can see it's on the verge of a breakout with an RS line blue dot. Yeah, that RS line blue dot is a great way to find stocks when there's corrections going on. Um, and we just got out of a market in correction. And this is one of our go-to things that we look at because what it's showing is here are stocks that are basing, but their relative strength lines are at new highs. And that can be a very powerful combination because it's showing you these are the ones that are trying to resist the downtrend. And so Vertiv, I mean, look, this is already, you know, and this might scare some people, but this this already doubled in, you know, just a few months here. Um, so a lot of people might be looking at this and say, well, gosh, isn't, isn't the move over? But a lot of times these stocks that double can go on to double again. Um, so and you got to also look at what what is what is going on in the space. You know, you you think electrical power equipment, uh, how is that how is that exciting? But really, what's happening here is it's all about the digital infrastructure technology and data centers. Data centers is big right now. Um, I was talking with my brother-in-law who's in real estate, and he's like, "Yeah, commercial. I mean, there's all these you know problems with commercial, but data centers and medical, you know, those are doing just fine. And so it just reminded me of Vertiv because this is more of a picks and shovels play. Um, you know, they're doing kind of the maintenance part and getting the data center, um, all of those things that you need for, you know, cooling down those data centers and everything like that. So uh, a real picks and shovels play here and data centers are going to be so important if AI is going to be that next big technology. So Vertiv uh, stands to potentially benefit from that. Great explanation there, Justin. Now let's take a look at WFRD. This is Weatherford in the oil and gas machinery equipment group, ranked three out of 197. A nice pop today of 5%, had some volume behind the move. What an orderly pullback for this stock, Justin, after a strong move in June and July and August. And when we saw last week, the price of oil taking a big hit. This one, even though it declined, it was a very orderly pullback here. Yeah. And even before that decline, it had a lot of volume on the upside there as mm -hmm. it was, you know, getting that support at the 21 day moving average line. And so look, it's never fun to be taking a hit like that. I mean, that was a basically a 10% or more hit that it took and got it back below that 50 day moving average line. But today's action, and you know, remember this started on Friday for oil and gas. It wasn't just because of what happened in the Middle East. Right. Um, it really started on Friday, a nice reversal. And then today it kind of confirmed that. And so it would have been maybe a little tough to do it on Friday because you were still below the 50 day moving average line. Um, but I think today, uh, you know, the, the, the strength that was showing now, we did put this on Swing Trader, and what I'm looking at is I don't want to see this gap get filled. 
you know, it's it, it's okay if you're holding on to a stock and it happens, but for swing trading purposes, we really don't want to see that gap get filled. We want to see it continue higher from here um, after breaking that downtrend. Uh, so that that's what I'm looking at. We could use the 50-day moving average line. Not much risk there. Um, you're you're only looking at a couple percentage points to the 50-day moving average line, or maybe three percent if you go to the high of um, of Friday. So not too much. But both with this and Vertiv, you have to remember. We've got earnings season right around that corner. And so in a, in a few weeks, both Vertiv and Weatherford are going to be reporting earnings. So that's just something to know. Um, what, what we're looking for is trying to get uh, some traction on these, um, some cushion maybe ahead of that. Uh, for swing trading purposes, we're not going to hold through earnings. But for uh, position trading, getting that cushion ahead of time is, uh, is great and allows you to hold through earnings potentially. Yes. Well said there, Justin. Thank you so much for that. And thanks, everyone for tuning in. That's it for today, but we will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live, and we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We'll see you there, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.